Cool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Italian Football Podcast. I'm Carlo Garganese. I'm joined, as always, by Nima Tavali. And on today's special show, we are not going to be talking so much about Italian football, but it's a it's a huge, huge story which um, hasn't come out in the, the English-speaking media so far, as far as far as I can see. So we, we want to reveal it to the world because it's a it's a really important story. And basically, we 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 have a a Bosnian journalist on the show who has uncovered one of the the biggest football scandals in the in the history of Bosnian and Balkan football and it's and it's only going to going to get bigger in the in the coming weeks and and months and in a nutshell uh, um a big story came out this this last week which alleges that that an agent a football agent paid the Bosnian FA for for Bosnia and Herzegovina to to pick his player for the national team and and that actually happened earlier earlier this year. So Haris Mirkonja is he's a Bosnian journalist for TVN1 Sarajevo, which is the, the biggest and most watched Balkan TV news station in, in the in the region. He broke this story and he is here to tell us all about it. So so Haris, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how how are you doing? Uh, thank you for having me guys. I'm I'm doing great. It's the end of the week. I'm I'm a little bit tired but I'll get through. Thank you thank you for having me. Well, thanks again for coming on, Harris, and 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 I can imagine, uh, you know, we've been speaking you and I uh, about what what's been going on, and and let's start there. I mean, what exactly is it that you've been covered? Uh, I understand that due to legal reasons you can't mention certain names, so I won't ask you specifically. So I'll just leave the floor to you to, to lay out the the to lay out exactly what has happened and what you guys have uncovered. So backstory: uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina as a national team hasn't won um, a match in. 14, uh, 14 matches uh, up until this last Saturday when they beat Kuwait 1-0. Uh, that match was actually a match against uh, the Kuwait, who's ranked 142nd uh, national team in the world by the FIFA rankings. And they came to Bosnia with um, uh, the Olympic team, the under-23 team. Uh, Bosnia decided to... Uh, uh, to play players that don't usually have the chance to show what can they what what they can do in the in the national team or the players that have been playing less because it was a friendly the national team manager Ivai Lopetev wanted to see uh, all of the players in action to be able to decide what to do uh, in the match uh, uh, in the upcoming match with with Kazakhstan so uh, uh, i'm coming to the stadium and uh, usually when Bosnia and Herzegovina played played their matches uh, an hour and a half before the match, the, the stadium is full. There's no seats available. Now for COVID, they have released 6,000 tickets to for people to buy with the certain limitations. You have to have like uh, proof that you're, you've gotten your shots and your vaccines and uh, and so on and so forth. But I'm coming into the stadium and uh, 40 minutes before the match, there's literally 50 people in the stadium. And so I take a picture of this and I post it on, on Twitter because I'm act- very active on Twitter. And uh, a colleague of mine, Sasha Ibrul, uh, follows up on that and says, uh, uh, makes his own tweet 
and says it's sad that Bosnian football has come to this where we've we haven't won a match in 14 uh, in in 14 games and that it it was basically all uh, the fault of the uh, of the leading people of the Bosnian Federation so the match starts and it was wasn't anything particular but uh, near half time uh, I was scrolling Twitter and I see this uh, tweet from Asmir Begovic retweeting, quote retweeting um, Sasha Ibrul saying yes that uh, and saying that uh, all the heads of the of the Bosnian Federation are basically criminals in hands of football agents. So of course uh, my my journalistic like um, uh, sixth sense. Uh, goes off and uh, of course i relayed the tweet to my colleagues at the at the tv station to to make a story out of it and i uh disregard the game almost completely <laughs> and start working on 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 this thing so uh in no time i get this uh i get these these documents these transcripts these screenshots the all of these things that um uh, where where there are uh, like uh, uh, proof that uh, that some people are doing something murky inside of the of the federation. So of course I'm not going to publish it uh, immediately because I don't know the sources. I don't know if they're valid. If I don't know if they're true. Uh, and I spend the whole next day, uh, which it was which was Sunday. Uh, working on this, I disregard the the, the things that I cannot uh, prove. I disregard things that I cannot uh, that I cannot use, and I'm left with some documents that uh, that I actually prove that this uh, football agent has made a down payment to someone inside the federation for his player to be called up in the uh, in the national team. Now, for years, we have been. Uh, hearing about this, uh, there are players that have been called up numerous times, even though they're not playing uh, for their clubs. There are players that haven't been playing in a year, and uh, and being called up in the national team. And every time that we ask in press conferences why that is, uh, the various uh, national team coaches say, well. Uh, Mohamed Besic was called because uh, even though he's, he has he had a, 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 a nasty injury and we're trying to help him out because of the things that he did for the national team in the past. We want to give him a chance to to revive his career and so on and so forth. But uh, as time was passing, we we saw uh, the, the journalistic community here and, and everybody knows this, um, that more and more players not playing in their clubs have are are being called up into the national team. So uh, all the while, we as journalists who follow football and follow Bosnian footballers uh, were conversing amongst ourselves that there were players that actually deserved to be called up because they're playing in uh, uh, in good form. They're playing. They're playing for good clubs. They're playing. Uh, they're playing their their asses off. So. It was for years. It was a, a, a mystery. This this um, uh, this thing that uh, some of the national team managers were calling players like this in in this manner. So I get these uh, documents. Sorry for digressing, by the way. 
so I get these documents and in record time, I try to confirm everything that's, uh, that's written in those things that I think that I can use. And uh, essentially when I did that, I came out with a story on Monday around noon, I think, or, or uh, closely after noon, uh, where I laid out the entire thing, where I said uh, that an agent was uh, indeed paying the Federation, someone from the Federation to, uh, to have his player called up in the, in the national team. And uh, all hell breaks loose. That day, I think that there is no Bosnian media that, that, has, that hasn't had that story uh, from, from NY. Um, and that's basically how things went uh, right about from, from the, the inception of, of, of this story up until, up until Monday. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's been a crazy five days since then. Uh, I've been uh, I've been like verbally abused multiple times online. Uh, no physical attacks, thank God. I I I uh, I hope there will be none. Who have but, you been? Uh, sorry to come in. I mean, I mean this is incredible. But yeah, I mean, no problem. Who, no problem. Who, who have you been verbally abused by? Just by by fans or by actual individuals or is no, it being targeted? I mean. I mean, there uh, there are fans that uh, there are fans with with uh, the first and last name on their social media that that want to tell me in not a particularly uh, well spoken manner that I'm wrong, but there are a lot of um, like uh, social media accounts that have fake names or 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 stuff like that that uh, that have just really, been created have just been yeah created there have been, that have been created to to just to just to abuse me mm. uh, there there are also there have also been uh, fake uh, screenshots of uh, Asmir Begovic's father wow. like like converse fake conversations of his father with with someone trying to uh, discredit me, trying mm -hmm. to discredit N1, trying to discredit uh, the corporation that uh, N1 is part of, uh, and, uh, and essentially make a case that uh, it is all made up by Asmir Begovic and his father. I mean, I've never met Asmir Begovic's father. Uh, this man, I have him, I have him as a friend on Facebook, but I've, I've spoken to him twice, once uh, in March of this year. The, uh, the other time was when this fake conversations came out to see, just, just to try to confirm if, if he said anything or if his, if his conversations were hacked in some way. Amazing. Of course the, he said, yeah, sorry. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, of course he said, he said no. But uh, these conversations that have originally been posted uh, on Facebook have been taken by actual Bosnian media and and put on as news for crying out loud. So Jesus. So uh, you can imagine the the pressure. You can imagine the the stress that uh, I've been going through, and I've been in meetings like every day hmm. to to try to explain what was going on essentially uh, here in, in my in my in my media house i uh, wanted to just i, I just well, i mean just sorry yeah just to follow up one last question there what's what's been the reaction from the actual 
Bosnian Federation, from the president. I mean, I think I saw something that they, they obviously they've denied it. I mean, what, what have they said to this? They, they haven't actually denied it. Uh, the oh. first day when the, when the news broke, um, the president of the Bosnian Federation, Vito Zelkovic, uh, has released a statement, and the statement can be found on the official uh, official webpage of the of the Bosnian of the Bosnian Federation, when he where where he says, uh, "The thing that makes everything uh, suspicious to me is that there are no names. We uh, we haven't posted names, by the way. I'm I'm sorry for not having explained this." We haven't posted any names just because we wanted to protect the source that gave me all of this, uh, mm. that gave me all of this material and mm. also for legal reasons, but primarily for the source. And he says, like, it's very uh, suspicious to me that uh, they're not naming any names and we're ready to look into this. But never in a single word or sentence or anything, they said that this story was false. So after that. Uh, four days of nothing from the from the federation until yesterday, when the tech, where the technical director and uh, ex uh, player for Bosnia and Herzegovina Zvezdan Misimovic uh, came out uh, in, um, uh, in on on Bosnian media and gave an uh, gave an interview, and uh, he ex- uh, he said when when he was asked point blank if the story was if the story was false, he just covered himself he said i don't know anything about it so i have a question speaking of names because begovic mentions names he names names yes he says correct and i quote now from his tweet correct led by criminals viko miske petev a band of agents instead of being a football team uniting a country we've become an ebay page to fill the pockets of criminals and then he says in bosnian etovam well first of all who are viko miske and petev uh, Viko is actually Vito. Vito Zelković is the president of the of the Bosnian Football Federation. Miske is Zvezdan Misimović, the director that gave the interview yesterday that I just mentioned, and Ivailo Petev is the national team manager of Bosnia and Herzegovina at this moment. Well, that's that's that is very he he's not mincing words here. He's yeah, yeah, naming he, names. No, you have to understand that that Asmir Begovic is the is is the uh, is the is a player with the sixth most. Is, he's the sixth most uh, uh, player with six, six most appearances mm. for the Bosnian national team. And in 2020, something happened between him and people in the federation where he just decided to go home from uh, from uh, from national team duty and he never came back okay. uh, we as journalists never uh, actually understood what went what went on uh, there's there's been many speculations uh, from from the from the stories that he went uh, to England because uh, he wasn't going to be uh, the first choice of then national team coach Dusan Bajevic and he didn't want to bother with traveling if it's, if he's not he wasn't going to play uh, to the stories that the national Bos- the Bosnian national team had a couple of guys that were actually covid uh, uh, sick and they weren't doing enough to protect other players so he packed his bags uh, uh, shocked by this unprofessional uh, behavior he packed his bags and, and, and went home 
So nobody really knows what's what's the truth here. These are just stories, unconfirmed yeah, stories. Yeah, but yeah. The, the the matter of fact is that Asmir Begovic never, ever came out uh, for national team duty and he was never called up. He was never mm. called up. Just just one thing of his tweet. Eto vam. What does that mean in Bosnian? Just so there you, know. you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there are there is a, there are other players. I mean, there are, Bosnia has world class players. I mean, Edin Dzeko is the captain, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, has he been asked about this? Has he in any way commented on this? Uh, well, not that I know of. There there are no uh, there are no interviews of Edin Dzeko about this topic, uh, even though they've just been here on 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 national uh, on national team duty. Uh, him and Miralem Pjanic, who are are uh, two biggest stars in the in the national team, they didn't want to talk about it. No. But I want to refer you to an interview that I did in with Miralem Pjanic in 2020, uh, about 25 minutes long, where I asked him, uh, like, what is going on with the national team? And Miralem had not so pleasant things to say about the leadership of the of the of the Bosnian Federation from uh, he didn't make direct accusations, but he uh, made everyone know that he wasn't going to stick around forever if things didn't change. Mm. And the, the latest developments, I think, um, demonstrate that things haven't changed. I've got sure. I've got two follow up questions. To this first of all, what do you think will happen? From here on in, will there will anything happen of this? Will it? I mean, I, I don't know what the culture is in in your in your nation to when there is scandals like this. Um, you know, in some countries, you know, there would be a government inquiry into into the uh, allegation. Well, there would be some kind of in, inquiry uh, into what's going on, investigation, um, the police or or whoever. Um, but then other countries <laughs> will obviously be you know nothing will happen. I mean, what do you expect to happen from here? Well, if this was 2003, I think that a lot a lot would happen in 2003 i mentioned there was a, a prior scandal where uh, some money was uh, being uh, stolen let's say and there have been some people that uh, have also uh, ended up in jail for that and uh, as time has passed uh, we've uh, grown as a footballing nations nation we've we've gone to the uh, to the uh, World Cup in Brazil in 2014, which is to this day the only big stage-like competition that we've uh, actually made. And then after 2014, things started going uh, bad again. If you look our ranking, uh, Bosnia's rank- ranking uh, from that point uh, until 2021, um, we've been sinking, and that's not. I think that's not a, a coincidence. Uh, to, go, to, to, to come back to your question, I don't think much is going to happen. That's, that's, my, that's my worst fear. My, my worst fear, actually, is that this story is going to be forgotten in, in five days and, and nothing, nothing will happen and nobody will talk about this anymore. Uh, we, for the first time since 2003, have physical proof that something bad is going on in the Football Federation of Bosnia and Herzegovina. I've had reactions from ex-players from the national team of Bosnia and Herzegovina that have been calling up for FIFA and UEFA to step up with an inquiry or some kind of, of I don't know, um, uh, investigation or something like that. 
But that's I, what I was going to ask. So about. you're calling on Sheferin or or actually UEFA to to look into this? Is that what you're calling? Is that what you'd want to happen? I would I would want to to see this through. Yes, uh, because uh, I know that that the information is good. Uh, the only thing I don't know is who took the money and how much money is it? Mm-hmm. Because these these are two these are two uh, questions that are crucial in this case. I think. Because but you can prove that there has been an exchange of money between individuals directed to a player and an agent of the national team. Just to be clear, I have I have screenshots of an agent okay. uh, bragging about uh, making a down payment for his player. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and what is yeah. the, my final question is. What what is the motivation? I mean, obviously every case could be different, but what do you think is the motivation in this case for the agent paying for their player to get called up? Is it to increase their value so they can get a transfer? Um, I mean, what do you think? Or I mean, what generally? Because you said because there is a suspicion that this has happened happened maybe more than just on one occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and no, there, there what is the motivation? What is the possible motivations, do you think, yeah, for this? Yeah, uh, exactly what you said. To to make uh, player transfers more expensive and get out more from player contracts once they make a transfer. Uh, that that has to be the only, the only motivation. And looking in the uh, recent past, we have had uh, situations where young relatively young players um, were called up to the to the national team and they have been called up once or twice or three times they make a transfer to another club or another league a bigger league and after that the national team manager stops calling them even though even though they play better in those leagues and they still play at a higher level but they're not called up anymore and I don't understand the logic behind it, if no. not, if not uh, that something is 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 fishy and is wrong here. Oh, it's it's a pattern that is definitely strange um, that that warrants investigation. And I mean, uh, the th- again to to build on what Carlos said. I mean, you said in 2003 there was an investigation, and, and FIFA was it FIFA or UEFA suspended Bosnia. Um, I mean, have have you heard anything from UEFA or FIFA since this story broke? Do you know that they're even aware of the story? Actually, I was waiting for um, uh, some kind of statement from the Bosnian Federation before I contact uh, someone from the from FIFA or, or UEFA. Mm. I have had uh, situations where I uh, contacted FIFA about stuff that was going on in the Bosnian Football Federation and not getting an answer from UEFA, but getting answers to my questions from the Bosnian Federation, which means that they have been communicating between themselves, and <laughs> I don't really trust. I don't really trust anyone <laughs> at the moment. I'm, I'm getting really paranoid. At, at this point. Yeah. So, I can so, understand. Uh, we can understand that. And and, and, and let that. me just let just before we finish, let's just take this. I just want to take this moment to say, you know, it's really, really brave what what you what you've done to to have because. We all we complain on this podcast all the time. Um, in fact, soon we're going to do a, we're going to do a podcast soon about uh, corporate media versus independent media and how you know in the corporate media often this kind of investigative journalism, if you want to call that, where you're holding people in power to account, often doesn't happen. It can it doesn't happen because for legal reasons you don't want to get sued. It doesn't happen because journalists want access to 
to you know whatever they're doing in, in the state of football they want access with clubs they want access with the national team they want you know they don't want their careers ruined um so it is very yeah it's good to see like a real journalist and a real story of journalism and we yeah, well, well this is you. journalism. This yeah. is journalism. This yeah. is what journalism is. Uncovering, you know, reporting, sourced reporting, factual reporting, reporting what you can stand by and, and protecting your sources and, and gradually moving forward. This is this is what journalism is. And I can't imagine the pressure you've been under. Um, and thank you so much for 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 taking the time out to come come on our pod and explain this, Harris. Uh, no problem, no problem. I apologize if I was uh, if I was a little bit uh, long with my uh, no, no, no. explaining everything that that was going on, but I thought that it was important to 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 tell every single aspect of this of this story because everything is uh, connected and everything uh, is pretty complicated to yeah. explain to someone to someone that doesn't know actually the situation here in, in, in Bosnia and Herzegovina. I think that's important, like you said, to contextualize it. But one final question. Clearly, this is, you know, this is a crime. I mean, what you've uncovered sounds very much like a crime. Have you reported this to the police? Have the police been in contact with you? Uh, no, no one, uh, no one contacted me, which is, which is a, a strange very strange. Thing. I've very been, strange. I have been in contact with colleagues that have uncovered the scandal in 2003. And uh, they had uh, in in interviews that we that we did uh, after the, the scandal a, a few days ago, they said that the people from the uh, Bosnian Football Federation are very well connected in some in some of the in some of these areas of of police and and and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, so I'm immediately there. I thought that nothing nothing much is going to happen. This is going to uh, this is going to eventually blow over when I when I tire when I don't have the stamina to follow this anymore because um, it it is it is really stressful and 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 I'm <laughs> I'm not someone that can do this for uh, six months or a year or two years yeah uh, so let's just see what happens I I thought that I I I would love it I would love if 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 something big in if something big happened. Um, because I, the, the only thing I really want is a clean national team where of only course. the best players are, are called up. And, and because uh, apart from being, being a journalist, I'm also a fan of the Bosnian national team. So it, it is a personal insult as well that, uh, that I root for these people and they are buying, buying spots on, on, the, on the national team. Yeah. So I feel betrayed in some way, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, well Absolutely. Said. Well yeah, well said. We hope we hope that it, it something is done. UEFA does something. We hope Sheffardin does something rather than spending his time um, rubbing shoulders with having a go at, having a go at Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> having a, spending all his interviews complaining about uh, Agnelli because he hurt his he hurt his friendship. Uh, you know. So let's see him actually do something good for once. So hopefully he will get involved. Thank you so much for coming on, Aris, and I hope that your Milan wins for you this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I was just about to say I would be I would be even better as a journalist than as a person if I was in Carista, right? <laughs> exactly. Then you'd be an honest person on, on like oh, all the way. Oh, 100%. oh Shame on you, man. Please. Shame on you. Please. 
<laughs> Leonesti, siamo Leonesti. Right. <laughs> well, what we need is we need we need we need the same Interisti from 2006 to hack the phones of, oh, of, of the, yeah yeah of, yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. We need to hack the phones of the Bosnian <laughs> Federation. That way we'll get all the stuff out. Won't we? Yeah. Well, then you got Moji to use his Swiss SIM cards, and then everything falls apart, don't oh, we? Yeah, yeah, right. We need Moji. We need Moji. <laughs> we need we need Moji. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, well, Harry. Just just a shout out of where we can follow uh, Harry. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, you can follow me. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm on Facebook also, but I, I don't. I, I use it more for for private stuff. At Haris Merconia N1 altogether, like uh, uh, on Twitter, and that's where I'm most active. I don't have an Instagram account. I don't have uh, much of the uh, social media platforms that that uh, that a lot of these uh, people and young people have. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Twitter, Twitter will be fine. Twitter will be fine. We'll be tagging you in the post when we put this out. Thank you so much for coming on, Harris. This means no a lot, and, and we'd love to have you on once you have an update. And keep up the great work. This yeah, is important. Luck. This is this is journalism. This is important. This is why we do journalism. It's not about taglines and slogans on social media. This is journalism. So keep doing what you're doing. You guys have done an amazing job here. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. And everyone else will be back next week for a review episode. Until then, take care. Ciao, ciao.